Welcome to the Odd Topic, everyone. I'm Glenda. I'll be your host for this podcast episode. And this actually is part two of building meaningful friendships with our special guest, Mwape from Crown Your Main. So if you haven't listened to part one, please pause this one, listen, and then come back to this one so that you're not lost and so that we're on the same page. So enjoy how do you feel about cutting people off have you cut people off uh <laughs> i actually <laughs> have <laughs> but then um i realized something that most of the people that i was claiming i've cut this person off i've cut this person off it was one of those things where i was just the bitter one and yeah always when i see the person it's me who, who has blood mm. boiling and mm. i realized okay no this is not that I've cut this yeah. person off, I've just chosen not to forgive them. So, yes, that's <laughs> so I had to get to the point where I'm like, this is not cutting off, it's just unforgiveness because mm. I'm the only one getting angry, I'm the only one getting right? hurt. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think also just when you pray about it and read God's word, he really, he really washes you, cleanses you and I think opens your mind and changes your perspective and in the spirit of him sanctifying you i think that's how he also exposes those things because if you really check at the heart of it it could be pride and and having an unforgiving heart you know so it's important to check what's at the bottom of that like what what's the root of me wanting to cut this person off and to just ask god to you know help you search your heart you know and things like that because i get you it's true like Sometimes it's not even about the person, you know. But I get it. Like sometimes you can be hurt, but God calls us to forgive others, you know, in the same way that He has forgiven us. And that's something I was looking at. I was trying to look at some verses on friendship, and um, Colossians three thirteen talked about bearing, bear with, bear with each other, and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. And I think. I don't think I know. I don't think forgiving means oh they are dead to me. Like I've, I, I just do. I think guys. I think and I think it also ministers to the person, especially when they say like, wow, like I hurt this person. And God can use even those, even your behavior and your reaction in such cases to draw people to Himself. You know? Mm-hmm. Yes. I think don't miss an, an opportunity to minister to someone not because of your pride and and forgiving heart. So just to bear with each other. I think yeah, it's kind of yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay, so in one of our previous podcasts, I think it was the one on singleness. Uh, one of the points that we talked about was, as a single person, it's important to guard your heart and the person, like the things that you share with other people, because um, sometimes sharing too much of yourself can create these unnecessary attachments and yet you're still calling it a friendship so in light of that um, what do you think are safe boundaries in friendships especially with the opposite sex um, <laughs> for this one I really I feel like I really struggled with it when I was a little younger um, because I think I really try, you know, like I long for love, eh? And like if a guy is texting, I'm like, oh my god, you know, does he like me? And I think, I think one of the ways that I tried to like, like 
secure them for lack of a better term was to open up about my life you know what i mean like um mm. oh like telling him every <clears throat> sorry every small detail about my day you know like hoping that keeps him you know like around right around <laughs> i think that was a strategy that i used and i was scared that if i had boundaries i'd lose the guy you know like guys don't have time to hustle and to pursue you so if, if i have boundaries they'll probably be put off that's how he actually put it they'll be put off so um i think going up a little i've learned that it's very important to be honest with yourself um and know what you're trying to get from that friendship <clears throat> sorry yeah and to know what you're trying to get from that friendship um and if you realize if you're honest with yourself and you realize that it's just a mutual friendship and this guy just means a lot to me as a friend and like in being honest with yourself i mean like legit being honest with yourself you know not where you know it's the way you tell you you tell people no you like this guy i don't but if, like we can all see you like him like just be honest with yourself and if it's really mutual like it's just friendship that's fine because you can communicate i've got male friends who i do communicate with on a deep level not every day or like every month but when we catch up it's really good like enriching catch up so yes so i think there's that part so if it's just mutual just a friend that's fine um but it's also important to obviously have healthy boundaries because you can't share everything with a male friend um so yeah. there's that as well um which is it's important it's important to have friends of your gender but too if you like a guy um it's very important to guard your heart and as i said i really struggled with this because i felt like it was my way of keeping a guy around and my brother had yeah. a hard time panel beating this one into my sister and i and this is always <laughs> my advice like for any young lady who comes to me and asks me about friendship i i beg them i'm like guys guard your heart i really had yeah. a hard time dealing with this one but it's such an important um you know um thing to understand and grasp to have healthy and it's basically just having healthy boundaries um if you know that at this point like if you know that yet yeah, i think okay something we forget as females especially is that the more you give a guy the more you attach yourself to them and at the end of the day you have more to lose than they do so it's your emotions on the line but we don't realize it i think because we assume that it will only go one way and it will only work out but in the event that it doesn't work out um you're left so shattered and i think you've seen those things like how are you crying for a relationship that didn't even start um i think it's important to like, love yourself and just be like you know what like i'm worth it so i've put this boundary up and he should just be a friend and that's all yeah. he should be until he makes his intentions known so he shouldn't have any benefits any like he shouldn't enjoy more time than your typical male friend does so i think that mm-hmm. for me that's the boundary when it comes to male to female friendships unless he's made his intentions known and i think yeah, yeah it's just good for yourself and your own peace of mind so having making sure those long conversations are just talking about nothing if you like the guy mind those things and um knowing yourself i guess understanding yourself and the things that you do that attach yourself to people um because it doesn't look the same for everyone 
So for me, it's talking till 23. My heart is gone. If we talk till 23, I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> so I think for me, it meant that saying goodnight really early, you know, things like that, just to make sure that the boundaries are healthy. And in the event, and another um, important um, one that helps is to know, like, if this guy entered a relationship tomorrow, would I be hurt? If you would, you are, you've overstepped. And um, yeah. if I enter a relationship tomorrow, would this guy feel like I've, 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 I'm a fraud? If he would, then you've crossed the line. So, yeah. and also if he had, if he has a girlfriend, for example, would that girlfriend be comfortable knowing that this is a conversation I'm having with him? So I think it's just asking yourself questions that kind of helps you have healthy boundaries, especially when it comes to male-female relationships. Because I do agree, they are really hard to navigate you know mm-hmm. so i think for me that's really helped yeah. yeah i agree with what you said because i actually found myself in a situation like that where it was a friendship but then you know that thing where you say hi to the person hi how are you the person will say fine how are you and then i'll be there explaining every yeah like, that's why I did. And in the end i felt like i had given so much mm-hmm. and i felt like he knew everything about yeah. me and i didn't know anything and right? the point when he stopped talking i felt like so this person just knows my heart and we've stopped uh, talking and i felt yeah. bad and I myself why are you feeling bad when this is supposed to be a friend <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I think, yeah, healthy boundaries are so important. Yeah, and just, I think, keeping yourself, you know, for the person who will, mm-hmm. my brother actually said this, he was like, just save yourself for the person who will love you enough to because Ultimately, that's what you want. Yeah, yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, do you believe in um, opposite sex best friends? Like, this thing oh he's my male best friend and I have a boyfriend or she's my female best friend but I have a girlfriend do you think in today's modern society do you think those things should still stand I did for the longest time but I think in the recent past I've been revisiting it and I don't know I think it makes sense if you're both single but not that it makes sense because it doesn't really I get it like it, it doesn't really unless you want to like date or marry you know what I mean but I do think um, I think if you put I don't know okay I guess it depends on the person because some people will openly say yeah that's my 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 my, my husband's best friend and it's a female or you know that's my wife's best friend and it's a male I think it depends but I remember someone who said your your partner or your spouse or this is in the event that um you're like let's say you've been best friends growing up i get that we are if you're young and you're preteen it's possible to have a best friend who's of the opposite sex but i think as you navigate towards um relationships and if it's not with that person you have to use the energy that you use to invest in that best friendship to invest in your friendship with the partner you're with because yeah. they are supposed to be your best friends so i think maybe maybe it's okay if you're both single but uh, if you're in a relationship or if you're married your best friend should be your spouse or your boyfriend um yeah and just i i often you know like i often sometimes i'm in a relationship and i'm like 
I have such a good friendship with this other guy more than my boyfriend, for example. And I think I had a quick moment where I was like, but Martin, imagine if you invested that energy that you use to communicate your feelings or when you're hurt or when you're sad. And imagine if you use that energy to help your boyfriend understand you better or if you rush to your boyfriend to say I'm sad other than rushing to that other guy. So sometimes it's that divided time energy that, you know, affects that. So I really think yeah it's really tricky but there are so many stories where best friends have ended up dating and hurting other people and i think because of that it's a bit tricky um but i do think it's best to just have a best friend that's of the same gender as you although i get it it's it's hard because if someone is your best friend already but i just think for the sake of um, whoever you end up with especially if it's not that person you should probably invest in other friendships, especially with the same gender. So it's hard for me to speak because I've never had a male best friend. I have had a friend who I was very good friends with um, and we ended up dating, right? And it didn't work out. And I I really regret because we wasted the friendship. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So I think there's also just things like that because he was, I, I would call him, he was easily my best friend he if i wanted to use that title just that i don't use it loosely <laughs> but i could have easily said he was he was like a best friend he was a really close friend and i think even just from my own um experience perhaps okay. we i remember my uncle and my uncle like you guys didn't have healthy boundaries in your friendship otherwise you didn't have ended up dating him soon after yeah. your other relationship ended so i get the wisdom in that so yeah yeah <laughs> actually felt that one on a personal level because there's a time when I lost two in one, I lost the friendship, I lost the boyfriend so yes, and that happened to me as well because yes, that he, he was an ex of my friend so he was he had a girlfriend who I became friends with and so um, when I dated him, it affected our friendship, then when we broke up it affected my friendship with him, I was like guys such a waste of time <laughs> honestly like I don't know <laughs> so I think it really like you need so much wisdom <laughs> it really wasn't worth it because today would have been flourishing as friends and I think now that I have a boyfriend it just became weird because I'm like now he can't even be my friend because my boyfriend would be like why are you friends with your ex but in actual mm. fact I view him as a friend more than an ex but my boyfriend won't understand that so I think it's just all yeah. a waste of time let's just all be best friends with our gender I think that's <laughs> Yeah, I just, yeah, no, I think it's just risky. It's risky business. Yeah, it's very risky. <laughs> yeah. One star would not recommend. <laughs> yeah, no, one star definitely. <laughs> okay, so I think you did mention uh, a little about this, but I just want you to talk about it a little more. The question is, do you think a friendship can be built with someone who is not a Christian? I think, I think it can. I just, I think it can, because it does happen, hey? We will, like, we live in a, in a perfect world, no, but it does happen because we live in a, in a real world. So, as I said, sometimes you have co-workers who are not Christians. 
and mm-hmm. they will be your friends. I think you just have to ensure that they know your values and they know, you know, that you're a believer and that you're a child of God. And I think that's yeah. what's really important at the end of the day. Because even in the UK, I went to the UK and my first friend was Muslim, you know? So I couldn't be like, oh, I can't, I can't sit with her. But for me, I felt like we had the same morals. So if it came to Friday night, we were just would watch a movie. So at least on that point, we vibed, right? So yeah, yeah I couldn't be like, I, I, I was more attracted to her as a friend because I was like, I think at least on the part of just our values and moral compasses, we probably have the same, you know, we, we, we are both morally upright. At least we can, you know, like relate on that part and on that point. So I think it's possible and it happens, mm-hmm. but I just think it's important for them to know where you stand and um, to uh, they shouldn't influence you negatively, you know? Yeah, bad, bad influence. When it comes to that, then no. Yeah, if you have workmates who just talk about clubbing, those, they can't be your friends like that. But if yeah. you have, yeah, some people are quite religious, so you could, you know, have friends like that, but just to know where you draw the line. What do you think? Tell me what you think. Uh, before I answer, <laughs> I, I have a follow-up question to what you just said. So in the case where the person, you know, when you have a friend and you value that friendship and it's meaningful to you, um, you know that person is at your heart and you wouldn't want the person to die without knowing Christ so how do you continue with the friendship without making them feel like they need to change you know like without seeming like you're imposing your beliefs on them I feel you um, um, I think it's important to you know what I actually think I think I've been told before, and I think I agree. Um, I think one of the most powerful ways in which you can minister to someone is with your lifestyle, hey? Um, mm. Beyond, yeah, like beyond your words. And I get words are so important. It's important to sit someone yeah. down and, you know, tell them, like, you know, come to Christ, this, that. But I think that our lifestyles speak for themselves as Christians. And so even if, for example, your friend says, um, you know, yeah. Oh, what's for the weekend? Ah, I'm going for a party. You know, da da da. Yeah, da, da, I'm going. Oh, I'm going drinking. What? And I get it. You can say, where would that lifestyle take you, or whatever. There's that, but not every day. I think in moderation because they're not robots. We're human beings, and I think yeah. it's easier to come up, like come out like yeah, holier than thou. What what what? But let me give an example. If a, if an unbeliever sees that you're a Christian and you still have meaningful fun and you live a meaningful life despite not being a part of that lifestyle, even just from that, you'll be able to see that this person is different, but they are not dead. They're not boring. They live a joyful life. <laughs> yeah. But also, I think um, inviting them to church or um, having conversations, bringing up real conversations, real topics, you know, I think different strategy one strategy won't work with everyone you get what i mean so some people will are into intellectual discussions where you're bringing up doctrine you know even they're telling you how they don't believe in god all the time you're vibing on that level but for some people that's just so heavy for them and they need to chew on a more simplistic you know natural conversation and 
yeah bringing in god in your examples and things like that i think yeah for me i think that's been my approach to living out my christian life and not necessarily imposing my convictions on people because you also yeah. want them if they feel like you preach to them they won't want to open up to you they so you need to also create a good and conducive environment for that yeah yeah, yeah. Wow. That's 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 I like your answer. <laughs> I like your answer. Yeah. Okay. So, let's see. I think I should round up and let me ask you a lighter question. You know maybe this topic was getting too heavy. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so coffee or tea? Okay. Why not coffee? <laughs> coffee is just—I—I I don't know. Hey, so it, it gives me headache. Um, I don't really like the smell. I don't. Yeah, no. <laughs> the tea—I love that tea has different flavors. Um, mm-hmm. and the fruity one is just amazing. I feel like it's more relaxing. Like when I think of like a blankie, a movie, like tea is just more appealing. Mm. And sweet, sweet coffee is a bit bitter. I don't. I just yeah, coffee is just. That's true. <laughs> okay, so my last question: What friendship advice would you give to the listeners out there? Um, I think two things, or even one. I feel like the verse that I read, Colossians three verse thirteen, um bear with each other i think two things bear so this is these are the two two pieces of advice one bear with one another that would be the first one i think it's something that i really struggle with especially because all i have is my own perspective sometimes hey so if i have a disagreement with a friend or if i feel like my friend didn't treat me right all i have is my perspective and how i had good intentions and it's easy for me to jump and make like jump into conclusions and be like they didn't mean well why did they do this you know or if a friend wrongs me and you know that thing where um for the third time perhaps and I'm just like I can't you know like you don't extend grace because we assume we are perfect but also where you just fail to bear with your friend and give them enough rope to hang themselves so i think today when i read that verse i was just so did and actually shared it on my instagram because i think that's something that i forget just to bear with one another like imagine if we all just bore this is it bore bed <laughs> yeah like imagine if we all just did that <laughs> i think that's a great danger but also i think forgiving i think that for me i was like what when he said that like forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone and then yeah. it ends by saying forgive as the lord forgave you I was like mm-hmm. it's such a heavy task. It's, mm-hmm. it's 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 not comfortable. It's probably painful, but I think I was just I've, I've heard this from a sermon before about how sometimes if we just realize how much God forgives us for, you know, like the mistakes that we make that we know of and that we and in, like the the intentional sins and the unintentional sins. And how God just forgives us for those. I think if we think of our friendship in light of that, I think we would have much better friendships. And that really just rebukes me because sometimes I find myself carrying issues from the past and always referring to them in the future or 
you know like just failing to move on because i'm failing to i'm failing to bear and i'm failing to forgive as christ forgave me so i think those two would just really change dynamics in a big way so i think that would be my take away advice mm-hmm. wow I've learned so much and yet I'm the one who was supposed <laughs> I've learned so much. <laughs> it was such an honor having you. I enjoyed it. Yay, thank you. It, it was it was an honor. It still is. I'm very glad you accepted the invitation and I just I would, I look forward to you know in many more episodes in the future and we hope to have you back anytime that would be my pleasure thank you so much glenda and you did great by the way so keep it up <laughs> thank you thank you okay so thank you for listening to this podcast episode i hope you enjoyed it or learned a thing or two about building meaningful friendships This topic was actually suggested by one of the listeners so feel free to send us messages on the things you'd like us to talk about here at the odd topic and don't forget to follow our pages on Facebook and on Instagram the odd topic or you can reach us on any of our personal accounts so until the next podcast episode stay tuned